going on? You're listening to the Film Drunk Broadcast bonus episode. It's so fucking hot. It's very hot in here. Me and Matt are in Matt's very small, very stinky studio. Is it stinky? AKA the Frock Quarters. Well, it will be in about 10 minutes. This is the Frock Quarters Annex. Yeah, the Frock Quarters Annex. AKA my apartment in East Hollywood. That's right. And tonight, we're going to be talking about it chapter two. We're talking about it. You know what it is. It is elementary school for sex. Doing it. Did you do it? Yeah, I did it. When did you do it? When I was in fifth grade. With who? <laughs> My babysitter. Really? Yeah, but she lives in Canada now. No, we're talking about <laughs> it. Patty- Why would your babysitter move to Canada? Uh, because she got deported for okay. selling drugs. All right, and raping me, and having <laughs> sex with uh, her with a minor children, having sex with the children the that clients. she's supposed to take care of. That's right. Yeah, you don't no, want to do that. Don't do that. No, we're not talking about it as in having sex. We're talking about it by Stephen King. Scary clown. Scary Ooh, movie. Uh, Ooh. My name is Pennywise. <laughs> oh, I'm a scary clown. Oh. Hello. Hello. My name is Pennywise. I'm I'm Nickelwise. Uh, I'm, I'm also a clown. Oh, it's Pennywise and Nickelwise, the two best friend clowns, <laughs> and we're here to eat children. And hold hands. And we're also holding hands because we're in love. <laughs> That's what that movie was. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. That's yeah. all I got. Yeah. It's so, so hot that doing a bit hurts. <laughs> it really it's does. so fucking hot. It really does. So uh, I feel like uh, I think the funny thing about Stephen King yes. is that he's such a good writer that he could come up with an idea where he's like, all right, I'm going to I'm going to write a book and it's about a scary uh, clown alien. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, you're yeah. like. Dude, what? Yeah, the fuck you. That's that sounds thing. like the worst idea I've ever heard. The thing about and then he'll just yeah. keep writing, and you're like, all right, you know, I'll yeah, keep, I'll keep going. Yeah, it's weird because Stephen King writes so perfectly and so beautifully, and not and beautifully is the wrong way of describing it. He just writes uh, so. I guess it's really hot, so words don't come good. Yeah. But he's, he's like captivating. The perfect, he's Everything like the he, perfect commercial writer because his concepts are like a fucking coked up studio exec yes. with like with like blood soaked Kleenex stuffed up his nostrils. Yeah, exactly. Came up with the concept for it, and then they just gave it to this guy who was like excellent at writing dialogue yes. and description, and just just a kind of a good writer all around. Uh, yeah, and uh, he's he's just he's just a brilliant fucking writer. And I I read this book and loved the shit out of it, and was very excited um, to see a brilliant writer who sort of just indulges all his most idiotic whims. Sure. Well, what do you mean? Well, like, I like, mean, like scary clown or like, like, he's, like scary dog cl- or scary car. <laughs> yeah, you mean yeah. all those idiotic ones? Yeah, yeah good call. Yeah, good exactly. Call. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. I mean, <laughs> what if scary? What if car scary? What if car is alive, but scary? <laughs> so like, think of car, right? And you know how sometimes car is like your friend. But what if car, instead of being your friend, is your enemy? And what if car just goes around, tries to find you and kill you? Now, I know what you're thinking. Uh, higher ground. But what if you don't <laughs> what if you don't hire ground and you stay in middle of street that's a scary movie uh yeah you gotta no, find some high ground for a car not to be able to get up there you just get one of those jeeps i mean uh, climb right up there well, just you some, know one of those jeeps s- that climb what about just some stairs sure 
I mean, some cars can climb stairs. I've Very seen those commercials. few. Not that car. Yeah, my car couldn't. Your car couldn't either. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, obviously Stephen King uh, could not sell any of these book ideas on a log line alone if he wasn't no. if he wasn't Stephen King. Or he could, but they'd be terrible. They'd be like shitty pulp that. You know, they'd be like, uh, they'd be supermarket fiction. Yeah, no, for sure. But he happens to be one of the most brilliant writers uh, alive today. So every book that I've read of his has been one of the best books I've ever read. It's kind of a thing where, like, I avoided Stephen King for years because I was like, you know, if I'm going to read fiction, I'm going to read the classics, dude. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to read fucking... I'm gonna read fucking uh, great, Tropic of Cancer, Tropic of Cancer, Ulysses, Great Gatsby, uh, Siddhartha. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna read fucking If Anne, I Did It by Di- O.J. Simpson, Diary of Anne Frank. Right. You know, yeah. If I'm gonna read fiction, those are the ones I'm gonna read. Uh-huh. But uh, then I started with The Stand, and I was like, Oh, this is fucking amazing. But I will say, The Stand and also uh, It. Uh, he can't write an ending to save his fucking life. <laughs> he really he really gets to a point in a book where everything comes to a head and then he just takes the ridiculousness up to 11. Like he has an extra like coke adult pitch in there <laughs> yeah. that he's like, "Oh, I'm keeping this one close to the what chest." What scary clown also spider alien. Yeah, what all, what if you also spider alien and every 27 years he has to eat children cuz he's hungry. And you're like, "Oh, well, I didn't think it was going to be so literal. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I thought there was going to be more metaphor going on. Well, there was, but I got tired of that. <laughs> and honestly, I just need to finish book. And that's that. And it, what's interesting about volume two of it is that is a running joke that happens throughout the movie that, from what I remember, is not in the novel. Because one of the characters is a writer. Yeah, Bill Dembro, who is uh, played by uh, Bill McAvoy. Uh, is that his name? James McAvoy. Yeah, Bill Dembro, played by uh, James Denbro, <laughs> uh, is um, a writer. He's a screenwriter um, and a novelist, just like he is in the in in the book. But uh, in this one, they mention multiple times about how he can't write a fucking ending, which is for sure an inside joke on Stephen King's inability to mm-hmm. end his novels in a way that is. It's not kind of just like why? Why are we even making this movie? The, yeah. It should have ended this in chapter one. Yeah. That, well, the thing is, is like, is it's not that his endings are particularly not satisfying, but they just go so off the rails that yeah. you're kind of like, I mean, I guess they had to end it at some point, but you know, the thing about a novel is it really is like a TV show about the journey. So you can end uh, a TV show terribly and still be like, it's a fucking great TV show. Right. Like game of Thrones had a shitty ending, but it was one of the well, best. Honestly, you get like three good lines and then like a long shot. There's your ending. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't exactly. take much. Someone sitting on a park bench. Yeah. And that's a good ending. Oh, look, uh, fucking Kate Blanchett staring out at the sea yeah. and saying some shit about, you know how life be that's yeah, an ending exactly but i would say that's more so true for a novel or a tv show for a movie and yeah. this has been i well, think a movie has a very much more clear structure you know or yeah. much more uh l- mainstream movies do yeah and and i got to say for movies uh lack of a good ending is a problem mm-hmm. and uh it's not that the ending to it uh, chapter two was bad or, or in any ways worse than the novel but it you see when i watched it i was like okay they can only end this 
with with him being the giant spider, mm-hmm. which is so lame. Because I watched the. Did you ever see the original uh, TV? I uh, did, movie? but I don't really remember it. Uh, so uh, they, it's yeah. It's the the original. It was uh, played by Tim Curry, and it was a kind of a TV movie type thing. Yeah, it's like three hours long, and then you realize like, oh, there's commercial breaks. Oh wait, this is not a movie. This is like a TV series, like a limit, uh, a limited uh, miniseries. And when they get to the part where he's a spider, you're like, yep, yep, this is as bad as I imagined it. Like even even in the book, you're like, all right, I guess he's an alien spider, fine, you know. But <laughs> yeah. but there's you know there's other facets to the ending that are kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, to actually see a clown spider, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, this is fucking stupid. Dude. <laughs> yeah. um, so my take is yeah. like. Well, I, I don't remember the book. I don't know if I even read the book, but you seem to remember it well. I remember it. But very I feel well. like the you know, the general knock on Stephen King back in the day was sort of that he was kinda like the McDonald's of like novelists. Sure. You know, like there it was just it was sort of junk food, like as a thing that everybody could that everybody could enjoy that it but it wasn't necessarily you know there wasn't like a lot of deeper meaning and i don't know that that's necessarily actually true about stephen king i think he does kind of write his way like he comes up with a like he just sort of explores his dumbest ideas but then he seems to find uh he finds like his skill is finding a meaning in there yeah you know and like you were talking about you thought like the the theme of the book was sort of about like child abuse yeah it is i mean it's very clear in the novel that uh it it, you know is child abuse it's it's the the fact that this small town in maine Derry, uh looks the other way when it comes to the abuse of children you see that through the character of uh uh jessica chastain's character bev bev yeah beverly beverly marsh and uh you know in the way that her father beats her you see that uh the emotional abuse that's happening to uh Eddie Casbrack by his mother and then later his wife like mm-hmm. like abuse by uh fucking you know the bully in the movie fucking Henry uh whatever the fuck Scotty Bowers uh Henry Bowers Henry Bowers uh you know and and the fact that the town looks away now in in it chapter 1 they allude to it a little bit when they show, uh, I think it's Ben is being, he's a little fat kid. Yeah. He's being uh, beat up by Henry and, and his gang. And there's like this old couple in a car. They look and see that he's being like terribly beaten up. And then they just kind of look away and keep driving. And so so was Ben, so Ben in the movie, he grew up to be hot. Did that happen in the book yes, too? Yes, in, okay. in the book he grew up to be hot. You know what's hot. funny is I was thinking about, so like uh, Ben... Uh, is sort of the uh uh the fat remember that what was the fat kid's name in stand by me yeah 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 so Jer- jerry o'connell jerry plays o'connell. the little fat kid yeah and he grew up to be and hot. he actually grew up to be hot yeah, like exactly. that that, kid, that that kid's arc is actually jerry o'connell's arc yeah exactly he's basically but, jerry o'connell but my point was uh that like all the things that people accused uh, stephen king of back in like the 80s and 90s are not is, necessarily true. Is not true but they're true of this movie like yes. i think this yes. movie yes. is just junk food like it's weird like i found it weirdly entertaining i think it's a decent movie that's not bad but they're definitely like they they definitely don't have any idea what the subtext is while right. they're making it or yeah. don't care and there's really like there's nothing there no there really is nothing there and and, and yet it's kind of like all right it's a tasty cheeseburger i mean it, it, for me it was uh, something that i just had to see ha- being such a fan of the book yeah. um and being so 
terribly disappointed by the uh you know the the series that i saw mm-hmm. because it's just so bad you know i think it came out in the 80s or, or early 90s or something and like and it's iconic the character of pennywise played by uh tim curry but then you watch the fucking thing and you're like why is this iconic this is fucking <laughs> terrible what the acting or just like the makeup or the, just the character of the clown like when you think of it you know immediately that poster with uh fucking Pennywise being played by Tim Curry and he's like you know he's got, got big teeth and he's got big gutter. teeth and he's got claws or some uh-huh. shit and uh and you're like oh yeah scary clown movie um but then you watch it and you're like this is number one not a fucking movie and yeah. number two sucks massive donkey balls <laughs> it's just so terrible and uh so I wanted to see what they would do with it and I was pleasantly surprised by the first one I was like they got you know that that feeling that Stephen King is really good at uh, he's really good with writing children uh-huh. like he's really really good at writing uh child relationships yeah. like friendships uh at that age. So th- and I thought they did a an excellent job with that in the first one. And yeah, in the second one, you know, when we last meet our characters, they just um, you know, uh badly hurt Pennywise, uh, but they knew that there was a chance they didn't kill him. So they were like, uh, if the, if he ever comes back, we all have to cut ourselves and pledge to mm-hmm. to come back to Derry to finish the job. And that's where part two starts. Um, with, and so like, yeah. I feel like part two is very similar to the first one. Like, I basically feel the same about both of them, mm-hmm. which is that there isn't much there, but it is an example of what a competently shot it's very competently shot, mm-hmm. and it shows you how much you'll put o- up with just for something that's competently shot. Oh yeah, like there's oh, not yeah. like it's not like meaningful necessarily, but it's just like it looks good. It looks good. It looks really competently good. shot. I can tell what's going on. Everything's staged well really acted, well. Well acted. Well acted. Well acted. And this one's a little bit better, I think, because uh, there's no child actors in it. Yeah. Like I don't have to like I don't have to pretend not to notice how bad child actors are. I I agree with you for the most. Like the fast talking kid is annoying as shit. The guy who plays Eddie Kasprak, I I thought he was really good. Mm. The the fast talking kid, not not the one, not uh, the I, not, not the glasses, not Wolfhard, not 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 Stranger Things kid who played uh um fucking Bill Hader's character. Yeah, no, he's fine. Yeah, and then Richie, and, and then like the the older kid, like uh, or the the long neck kid. Yeah, What's yeah, his yeah, name? yeah, yeah, old, yeah, yeah. Uh, Stuttering Bill. Stuttering Bill, yeah. yeah. Stuttering Bill, that kid's a really good actor. Yeah, he was good. I thought the the girl who played uh, Beverly Marsh yeah, was she's good. good. And like I for the most Eddie. part, they're good. But most of them, but like they're good for kids. And Eddie is just kind of obnoxious. He's too much. Yeah, he's obnoxious. Uh, but he's obnoxious in an actorsy way, where it's like, all right, I don't know. This I, is a gimmick. I, I, again, I really liked part one. I thought they did a really good job. I thought it was well casted, and for the most part, really well but, acted. Uh, by but the he kids. grew up to be Ziggy from The Wire. He did. He grew up to be Ziggy from The Wire who I could not get out of my head looks exactly like Joe Sinclitico <laughs> it was really does. fucking insane and all I could think is like they should have casted Joe yeah because Joe I think is a better actor than that guy yeah uh, although you know he, the guy did a great job but Joe Sinclitico he's a star yeah in I like the to see him in that um but so you, yeah I I you thought that they left the scene in where they fuck Beverly I, I, At the I end could, of part one, and I'm sworn, and I'm almost positive that that was not in the first movie. I could have sworn that they did, but maybe that was just from me 
like somehow melding my. You mem- thought it was implied, and then like what you already knew it from the book be, took or, over. Yeah, maybe, or, or it could have been my uh, memory of the book yeah. melding with uh, my memory of the movie, and your desire to see little kids and my fuck. desire to see Beverly uh, get uh, a gang fucked by all her best friends. <laughs> so instead of Blood Brothers, did they like decide they were, that they had to be Eskimo brothers? Were, or something? Yeah, I was gonna say come brothers, but you're right. There's already a word for that, and it's <laughs> yeah. Eskimo brothers. Um, yeah, no, I, I, maybe maybe I'm wrong, but uh, you know, anyone out there, if you saw part one, because I'm not going to rewatch it. I mean, maybe someday. Um, don't they all fuck Beverly after they? Oh, kill? I know it's in the book because I, I remember no, people no, hinting I, about problematic things. Sh- shut up! No, I I know. <laughs> maybe he's honking at you to stop podcasting. Yeah, shut up, like, man. There's enough podcasts in the world. <laughs> um, he's not wrong. He's not. Show wrong. me the lie. Show me the, where's the lie. Um, no, I I I I for some reason remember. Um, her making out with a bunch of them at the end. And I, you know what? To be honest, for the life of me, I can't remember why that had to happen in the book. Because <laughs> like, Stephen King's kind of a little bit of a pervert. Yeah, he's a little bit of a pervert. Uh, but yeah, it, in the book, uh, they all have sex with her because it has something to do with like melding the friendship somehow cementing it i don't know it makes no sense because they do the blood thing later like why do you need to do be blood brothers and eskimo brothers at the same time um but yeah i thought i saw that uh in in part one but i could be wrong no i don't think so so the poem that was in the book also yes it was uh bill writes bev the stupid poem about her hair yes first of all no no it wasn't bill it was ben 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 writes beverly this poem and beverly january emberth yeah your hair is winter fire january emberth yeah it's it's terrible and uh i mean in the book it's cute um was that was writing the the heroine as a redhead not hack in the 80s because jesus christ like if you compare the number of redheads as the uh, love interest in fiction compared to the number of redheads in real life, I feel like it's just got to be like a thousand times and, the yeah. amount. Yeah, no, you're right, and like also the fact every that every comic book, every every heroine is everyone likes a redhead, like, like redheaded in the script, not just you know we cast a redhead, but well, like no, it's it's like oh yeah, she's egret, she's touched by fire. I think there is something about a redhead with juicy titties that makes you think i mean like, i'm not complaining uh, no one's complaining my mom's a redhead with juicy titties <laughs> oh that's good um so like i have no problem with it in particular uh but you're right it is it's overdone it's a mm-hmm, thing mm-hmm. um but something about writers they just love redheads with juicy titties you know what i think it's because every writer has a redheaded mother that's what it is that's <laughs> uh my freudian take on uh-huh, that uh-huh. um but yeah uh so the movie starts out Jesus wouldn't like it when you're talking about your mother's titties. Jesus doesn't like it when you talk about fucking your mother's juicy titties. <laughs> those titties are for the Lord. They're not for you. Only Jesus gets to suck on those titties. Only Jesus gets to drink the milk of your mother's tits. <laughs> That's holy water. <laughs> uh, that milk's for baby Jesus. That milk is for nursing baby Jesus back to health. He spent three days in a fucking manger for you. And you're going to suck on the milk, drink all of Jesus' sweet titty milk. How dare you? How dare you? I feel like we should close the door and turn on the air conditioner now. Oh, my God. It's so... It's very hot. It's so hot. I'm going to sweat this through. Just do it. Just do it. We're very sorry if it's noisy on the recording, but it's very hot in here. Uh, That's much better. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. 
Um, so yeah, like it's one of those movies that I, I don't even, I don't know. Like it, it was nice when Once Upon a Time in Hollywood came out and yeah. I feel like, felt like there was a movie that I wanted to talk about and yeah. discuss. This movie is one of those movies where I'm like, yeah, it was a movie. There's a fucking, there's juicy titties. There was a big spider. Yeah, Jessica Chester. There's a clown. <laughs> I don't know. So I, these movies make me feel dumb because there's nothing there's to nothing them. to latch on to. There's nothing to latch on to. There's nothing to think about. No, it's you're just turning like, your brain off. You watch, you watch it, and you watched it, and then it's over. And I can find things to talk about in almost anything. It literally is my job. Yeah, yeah, that's literally your job, dude. But this movie, uh, yeah, it's fine. I mean, so I go see it. It's you'll oh for sure you'll see a scary clown. I, I clown l- turns into a spider. Listen, you kind of wish Jessica Chastain's shirt would be wetter because she jumps in the water. Yeah, she jumps in. And that, then I guess the, they're trying to make it not as revealed. Yeah. I mean, you know, some people notice those things. I didn't personally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so. But you could like I heard overheard other people. Talking I think about it. I, I think in in talking about this uh, because we haven't covered part one. Uh, we uh, I think it'd be fair to talk about pennywise for a little bit sure so pennywise is played by who is it peter uh bill skarsgård bill skarsgård one now, of the skarsgårds is now there's two skarsgård well there's alexander skarsgård oh and then there's peter sarsgård oh that's a different thing yeah so wait this is bill yeah bill bill's skarsgård skarsgård and then there's Peter Sarsgaard. That Peter Sarsgaard. Now who's Peter Sarsgaard? He's the guy. He's in uh, big, Salt and Sea, where he, he plays the dumb guy in Salt and Sea. Is he Big Little Lies? He wait. Uh, no, that's no, that's uh, that's uh, Alexander Skarsgaard. Oh shit! And then there's also Stellan Skarsgaard. Wait. Okay. Hold on. So is Bill related to Alexander Skarsgaard? I need to look this up. No, 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 no. We're not looking it up. (laughs) Come on. We have to think. I I don't know. I don't think he is. Uh, But there's so many. So there's. uh, I think. How many scars guards are there? I think Stellan is related to Alexander. (laughs) How many scars guards would a scars guard guard (laughs) if a scars guard could guard scars? (laughs) You're really proud of yourself. I am. And I would be too if I I were you. I'm very proud of it. Do you want to know? Yeah, I do. Tell me. So Alexander is Stellan's son. I was right about that. Okay. Oh, wait. Oh, Bill is... Bill. Oh, fucking Bill is uh, Alexander's brother. I didn't know that. Right. I knew there were Skarsgård brothers. That makes sense. But, uh, then the, but Peter Sarsgård is unrelated. So that's Peter Sarsgård. Sarsgård. He's not a Skarsgård. He's a no, Sarsgård. No, he's only a Sarsgård. How, a... how many Sars could a Sarsgård guard if, if a Sarsgård could get Sars? Sarsgård. Sars. <laughs> If a SARS card SARS got could got, could get SARS could get SARS yeah there you go, um, yeah so they did this thing um, so this is a big problem I think with um, with doing a movie version of it no matter no matter when it's shot is well, that, I mean I feel like making a horror movie about a scary clown and I don't think this is necessarily a, a, a something that that uh that Stephen King is guilty of no, because he did it back in the 80s. Yeah. But I feel like at this point uh doing a horror movie about a scary clown is sort of like doing uh, a comedy bit about like pump like girls liking pumpkin spice. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. it's just like the most it's hack. hack shit. Yeah, yeah. Like it's actually like pumpkin spice is even more hack than airline food in a way because yeah. airline food is so hack that it like comes back around to yeah. again. But like yeah. No, it's be- it's 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 as hack as being like no, actually my name is uh, pronounced Jonathan Cum Dumpster, and you know it's like oh I thought it was Suman Doomster, 
and it's like, no, it's cum dumps. You know that joke? No. The joke where they the name, you think it's one thing, but then the name is something else. You've never seen that joke? <laughs> no. It's a great joke, but it doesn't matter. The point is that there are there are, it's a hack. Are you talking about Donald Glover, Dung Dung Lover? No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about that's doc- a good joke. Doctor Spaceman and Doctor Spachemin from Thirty Rock. I'm talking about. Um, Wait, they actually pronounce this? No, they pronounce it Leo Spaceman. It's Leo Spachemin. What? Yeah, that's the joke. Oh, it's spelled Spaceman. I just thought the joke was that his name was Doctor Leo Spaceman, which that's, is a funny name. Yeah, but the tag is no, it's Spachemin. Oh, that's stupid. All right. Well, whether or not you think it's stupid, it's a, it's, it's hack. It's I get a, it. It's a hack. Yeah. All right. It's a I'll thing, go with that. I'll it's a thing that. that's I thought happened. my pumpkin spice analogy was no, superior, it was fine. but okay. It was way better. I wish I hadn't said it, but <laughs> <laughs> I have and kill me. Uh, so what's interesting about the book, and I, I hate I, to sound exactly like guys like, oh, you got to read the book. The book's so much better. Yeah. Um, but. And by the way, it's like. When people do that in the comments on my reviews, it's like, no, I'm not going to read a fucking thousand word no. Stephen King novel so that I can review the scary clown movie. Thank yeah, you. No, exactly. And you you shouldn't. Uh, if I, mean, I had, I could talk about it, but I'm not going to. No. Specifically and that's that. why I'm here. Right. Uh, Which is great. You know. Uh, and that's why we complete each other. That's We are a symbiotic. Uh, we're like both parasites <laughs> that live in symbiosis. You're like a clown and I'm like the spider that comes out of exactly. your head. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so what makes sense is, so basically Pennywise the clown is someone, because he's able to eat children because mm. a clown is in the 1950s when the book you know starts uh, where, you know, because they're children in the 50s. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, clowns are an inviting uh, creature. They're funny. Yeah, in the 50s, for sure. People liked clowns. Yeah. Bozo the clown existed. Yeah. Probably other clowns. Daddy, look, he's got makeup. Yeah, look at him. He's a drunk Irishman or whatever mm-hmm, the fuck a, mm-hmm. the point of a clown Go was. Go give your drunk uncle a hug. Exactly. Um, and so clowns were something that they weren't, you know, inherently scary. Right. They were inherently funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you saw a clown, you'd be like, "Oh, cool! A circus is in town." Mm-hmm. Circuses, also, by the way, uh, were not all French back then. Uh, <laughs> and if you saw uh, a bearded lady, you wouldn't be transphobic for pointing and laughing at. Right? It. Yeah, no. Uh, that was just good humor. It was just good, good clean joke. fun. That's good clean fun for everyone except for the bearded lady. Um, but that's what the money's for. And I think I you can't stress that point enough. <laughs> uh, um, but the the problem is is that with this one and so in the original uh, movie version or televised version, or whatever, uh, Stephen King or uh, Tim Curry's Pennywise is uh, looks like a clown. Yeah, he's a scary clown because you know that he's got teeth and he can eat mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, but in general, a clown. He's he's yeah. he's a clown who goes. He's definitely the clown. He's like honk honk. You know, he's mm-hmm. that kind of clown. Like uh, silly. Yeah. There's nothing silly or inviting <laughs> about uh, Bill Skarsgård's no. Pennywise. No, he's like a he's, he's the jug. He's like a juggalo. He's a juggalo. He is a member of Insane yes, Clown Posse. He is Violent J. Yeah. If Violent J is in a sewer with a balloon, and he's just like. Come play with me, bitch. <laughs> like, I got some Fago down here, motherfucker. Yeah. Then you would be like, nah, because why would I? Because I can just go buy Fago. I'm not going to go into a sewer with a yeah. clown, yeah. you know, who doesn't even know how magnets work. So <laughs> what's interesting is like, because it's already a scary clown, um, they kind of set it up so that 
yes, the children are already scared of this clown. They don't just, but the, the thing is, is that they don't see it and immediately run. And that's strange to me mm -hmm. because if you were to see a clown hanging out in the shadows, uh, at this point, you know, in our culture, clowns are already scary. In the shadows, like 20 times scarier. So there's, so it's strange. It's like it doesn't really work as a device for like luring children right. in. Yeah. Like he can't lure, lure any children into his orbit. So like in 2019, Pennywise should be like a YouTube star. Yeah, it should be Jake Paul. <laughs> yeah. It should be Jake Paul being like, yo, what up, fam? It's every day, bro. Come over here. <laughs> Fucking get my autograph, motherfucker. What up, fam? We're eating co we're eating corn on the cob at the fair. Yeah, yeah. It's getting live. Is that is that Rhett and Link under the bleachers? <laughs> and they're like, hey, well, good mythical morning, everyone. Today we're gonna try uh, petting all sorts of different fuzzy animals. Come down here, join us. Like that would be disarming yeah, yeah. because yeah. kids like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm not speaking ill of Rhett and Link. What up, dog? We're gonna see if it blends. Yeah, exactly. But I'm just saying. You know, YouTubers are the clowns of our generation. Yeah. And they are the inviting, calming, funny presence. Yeah, if you want to hypnotize us. Well, actually, we have Pennywise. Yeah. It's just, uh, what was the, what's the bird with big tits name? Oh. The, the scary crow that, like, tells you to kill itself. What are you talking about? The fucking crow, <laughs> the YouTube bird. There's like a YouTube the, bird? The bird that tells you to kill you. What's it called? God damn it. Momo? Yes. Oh, Momo. It's not a, I don't know why people keep saying bird. It's a, they got the face of a person. Yeah, but it's like a big titty bird with a... But you're scared of it. To me, yeah. that doesn't count because it's like it has to be someone who you would if you were. Yeah, but no, but saw... Momo, but Momo shows up in like Ryan's toy reviews or something. Right, like that's what hypnotizes kids now. Exactly, it's like weird, exactly. shitty YouTubes of like some super obnoxious kid opening toys. Exactly that that to me makes... fucking weird bizarre parents and by the way that's a good book and we should write that book yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like it's just a fucking unboxing kid yeah but then like when he's like unboxing he opens it up and it's your dad's head and you're like no and then he eats you because he's got teeth we'll work on like the details sure, of why sure, he's sure. scary but uh he's scary uh so yeah in lieu of being able to have a silly clown because you can't have that in this day and age you have uh the bill skarsgård clown which is a uh, drooling. drooling, just like excessively drooling, excessive drooling. So they did this thing where they kind of make it seem like like the clown is inhabiting the body of like a person who was an actual clown, like in the twenties or something. What yeah. the fuck was that? So they did a weird hint at it. Yeah, I, it's it's strange because I don't remember in the book the clown ever actually being a person right. who becomes a clown. They kind of imply that in here, and it's like you see a um, a picture, an old timey photo of Bill Skarsgård not in clown makeup, and you're like, oh shit, that's Pennywise before he was a clown. Yeah, but I thought that makes... they were gonna pull like some sort of uh, Freddy Krueger thing where he was like, yeah, Pennywise was a real clown back in the '30s, and, and then he got the town a... threw him in a well and burned him to death, yeah, and laughed right. at his small dick, and yeah. now he's come back to eat, to, our children. to eat the children. Yeah, exactly. No, I, and and what's weird about it too is that. The implication there is that, like, oh, he showed up in the late 1800s, and then later they're like, he's been here for a million years or something, and it's like, wait, okay, but yeah, why did you do? Yeah, yeah, at some point, one. did he get like, you know what? 
I'm tired of just eating and leaving for 27 years. I'm going to try to get a job. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm not really exactly sure. And, and that brings up actually another point, which is that one of the powers that um, Pennywise has is he knows your biggest fear uh-huh. and he embodies it. So like, you know, for the kids, like one of them is really scared of a uh, big giant bird. So a big giant bird chases him, tries to kill him. One of them is scared of the wolf man. Because they see like uh, the Wolfman movie, yeah, and and, and he doesn't sudden, know that the Wolfman has Nards yet, yeah, and then all of a sudden the Wolfman is chasing them, you know. Mm. So uh, they kind of abandon that a little bit in this one, yeah. Uh, like well, also because it, like there's this weird. I mean, I guess every horror movie does this, where like the bad, the bad, whatever badness, it's like mostly in your head, right? But there also has to be some sort of consequences so it can be scary like yeah like freddy krueger like if he kills you in your dreams then you die in yeah. real life They're, but like, like those but, are the rules but it's 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 in your dream so like you control whether he can kill you or not and right. so this movie it's always doing this weird thing where it's like he's he's like a figment of your imagination but also he randomly kills kids sometimes right and he kills like a gay guy at the who gets beat up at the fair which was a, just a weird yes. scene all around yeah that's how the movie opens and it, it, it opens the same way as the book there's also a gay subplot amongst the characters now yeah they which, add that all of a sudden richie is uh secretly gay and he just yeah. hasn't come out yet and and Pennywise is like, I know your dirty little secret. Yeah. And it's like, wait, this is 2019. Yeah, he's a not... stand-up comedian. Yeah. I very much so he's... doubt that he's a closeted no, person. He would come out on stage. Yeah, exactly. Also, like, I feel like we do this thing. I mean, not where, that there aren't still closeted people. A movie, but... a movie will do something like this, and then it will make like the right wingers super mad, and then we have to like be extra supportive of the movie because it like makes the, and I'm like, I just want to unsubscribe from that whole thing because like there's times like in this movie, like it's not like we don't object to it because we're objecting to the gay agenda. It just feels very try hard and like kind of, and it feels very try hard and dumb. Like you're like, I don't object to your politics, but I object to how hard uh, you're trying to seem woke. Yeah, you know now, what I mean? Now, usually, what the reason they're doing it is because we're having this fucking dialogue with the culture at large, and I fucking hate that. In this one, I felt like they did that because they opened with the gay bashing scene. Yeah, and they which, wanted to tie it together. And they wanted to be like, see, in the end, it's about uh, accepting your gayness or something like that. Yeah. Uh, like, And it just makes... It doesn't really, but follow. now it's like there's two gay characters for no reason, and there's like another clown. Like there's there's, a, there's a lot of there's a lot of doubling. There's a weird doubling, and you're like, and that's not how movies usually work. And you're very confused, like if they just made a mistake. No, that's the thing is like it, 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 this movie attempts to recreate stuff from the book, but then it also cuts out things from the book that I think needed to be cut out. Mm-hmm. Like they cut out. Um, uh, Stuttering Bill's wife is this famous actress, Audra, who actually goes to Derry at some point. Also, um, I had a, my high school girlfriend was named Audra. It's a great name. Mm. I I really liked a girl named Audra once. Doesn't matter. Uh, she was a redhead. Anyways, um, <laughs> big juicy titties. Uh, and then also Beverly's um, abusive husband uh, also shows up to Derry, finds out where she's going, and then tries to uh, you know tries to get you know beat her up 
you know, there too. Mm-hmm. But they cut that out, which was good because it's like these are storylines. We don't have time for these storylines. Right, right. But they still open with the gay bashing scene, which is very jarring if you if you're seeing it like in the movie it's jarring because you're like wait doesn't he eat children usually <laughs> yeah and then it's yeah. like like what, what, yeah. I think, why did and, he and, eat the out of town gay guy yeah yeah you're not really and it's because he eats whoever i mean he'll also eat adults but like why certainly that night uh because it happens uh just outside of a big uh circus um Certainly that night there were children uh, present that he could have eaten. But yeah, it's it's very strange. Now, in the book, it makes total sense because that is how uh, um, Mike uh, Hanlon, the black character, uh, he that's how he finds out, oh, my God, it is back. Yeah. Uh, and that's how the book starts. It's like there's a gay bashing that happens and then they arrest the gay bashers and they say, and then you killed him. And he's like, no, I swear to God, I didn't kill him. It was a clown. And everyone's like, fuck you you're lying what what a ridiculous lie except for mike hanlon who's like oh shit the clown is back and then he makes a series of phone calls now they do that in this in this movie but it just kind of feels out of nowhere and it stays feeling out of nowhere and 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 they do this uh, it's a couple things so they they tried to tie in some sort of positive message to the lgbt community by making richie uh closeted and they also try to rehabilitate Stanley Yuris's character. He's the Jewish character who kills himself mm-hmm. uh, by making like, man, we're doing this for Stanley, which is not what happens at all in the book. It's just like, no, Stanley was weak. <laughs> he yeah, killed himself. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh no. <laughs> like, it's like, and it's like a strange choice. But <laughs> like, I remember when they, I was like, really? They're going to make the Jew kill himself? <laughs> Come on, Stephen King. But it's the 80s. I forgive him. Um, but uh, yeah, so it, like, I don't know. They were they they tried to fit things in to the narrative. Like they could have just not killed Stanley, mm-hmm. or you know, it, like there was. That's the other thing about it. There's kind of too many characters. Yeah. In, in well, it's because there's like weird. There's weird sexual tension between, between Bev lo- and Ben. Yeah. Because he wrote her the poem. Yeah. But then there's also sexual tension between her Bev and, and, and Bill and Bill who kissed her in the first. Yes. And so you're like, that's what I mean about the weird doubling. It's yeah. like they like they it's like they forgot like they had one too many characters so they yes. forgot what she what each one's thing was. Right. So there's like overlap in each of their things. Yeah. Exactly. It's confusing. Now it's like the fucking new kids, but they got like two right bad boys in there now now in the and that wouldn't work in, in, right but in the book it makes sense because uh you know th- there is that doubling but it, it just say, things work differently in novels they work mm-hmm. differently like you can explore these storylines that wrap themselves up in different ways in books uh it's just different mm-hmm. movies you just lose that lose the part where 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 stuttering bill and beverly kiss as adults you lose that mm-hmm. you don't need that you know, it could because there's no scene where he's like, "Hey, what's going on here?" You know, like Ben at no point goes like, "Oh man, I was gonna do that," or yeah. or Bill doesn't ever go like, "Oh, you know, oh, what? you wrote my girlfriend a poem? Fuck you!" Yeah, dude. exactly. It's just a completely, it's just a superfluous storyline. So yeah, they they kept things into this movie that they didn't need to. And we still haven't talked about the fact that the movie is like two hours and 40 minutes long. Right. And it's weird. Two hours and 50 minutes long. Because I actually like it didn't 
feel I didn't feel that long necessarily. Yeah. And I think that's partly because there's so many characters. Yeah. Because you're like, all right, we gotta we know we gotta get through each character's yes. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Each character's thing is like a separate sketch. So Yeah. I don't know. It makes it go faster in a way, but like just as a conceptual thing. The sequel to a scary clown movie should not be more than two hours. That's my 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 thing I is agree. like films can be more than two hours. Movies should never be more than two hours. I completely like, agree. I'll watch a two hour and 50 minute Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. The fucking uh, the, It Chapter 2 Scary Clown Returns is not a two hour and 50 yes. minute movie. Uh, 100%. You are definitely right. Another thing they cut out, um, if you're familiar with the book, there's a talking turtle. <laughs> there's a talking Stephen turtle. King would if, not have a career without cocaine like I mean, he should really. thank cocaine every time he gets up on stage anywhere like, there's no fucking way he would have written all those books it makes no sense uh, because uh, but in, in the book it's interesting because you're like okay there's these two kind of supernatural forces uh, of good and evil one is a like a turtle a talking turtle who's going to help destroy Pennywise and Pennywise <laughs> is, is evil but they completely cut out the turtle yeah um is and the turtle good? The turtle is good. Okay. I forget why the turtle is, <laughs> yeah. but I know the turtle is good. Yeah. Uh, it's just one of those stories. Stephen lines. King is like the adult talented novel version of like when a six-year-old tries to tell you a story and you're <laughs> yeah. just like, what and are you? Then, and then a turtle is, but he's good. <laughs> okay. Like... But then, so first there's a, a clown and he's scary because he eats all the kids. But then um, what what had happened was uh, there's a stuttering guy and he get beat up by a bully and the bully is mean, but it's okay because the clown sca- like scares him oh, too. By the way, where the fuck did uh, clowns a spider? No, where the fuck did um, Scott Bowers built? What is it? Henry Bowers? Henry Bowers. Where the fuck did Henry Bowers' zombie friend come from? There's That's, fucking zombies in the movie. Yeah, now? okay. There's so many like different horror movie rules at yeah, work here. That's just nonsensically. So that's the other thing. Uh, yes, in the book, uh, his you know the basically the ghost of um, you know one of the guys who got killed by Pennywise helps him escape uh, the mental institution so he can go after um, the the losers, um, and yeah, the, but the, what I don't remember. Like Pennywise that, inspires Henry Bowers for some reason. Well, well, that's the thing. So Penny Pennywise as a uh, malevolent force is the reason that there's like this uptick in violence, right? That that goes on when he's around. He's like mayhem from it, the he's commercials. May- yes, he's just he is mayhem exactly from the <laughs> from the insurance commercials, and uh, which makes sense because the one guy that works for an insurance company, the yeah. Yeah, that's right. This fast talking shit brain. Guy. Yeah, yeah. Eddie Kasprick, but also Eddie uh, does not work for an insurance company in the book. He's actually uh, he's a driver and he owns a fleet of cars. Oh, see, that's way more interesting. Yeah, me too. I feel like I've I, heard I, the I character that, that manages risk. Like, first of all, I mean that's in like t- fifty movies. Yeah, yeah and it's, it's also it's Ben Stiller in Along Came Polly. Yes, yeah. It's uh, it's uh, Bryce Dallas Howard mm-hmm. in the fucking Jurassic Park movie. It's Edward Norton in Fight Club. It's like it's yeah, been done. It's yeah. been done. And also, it's like you don't. Ha- it's so on the nose for his character to be like, I manage risk. Yeah, and it's like. Yeah, I get it because he's scared of everything. Also, I'm Jewish too. Yeah, right. That's the other thing. Again, you don't need Stan Yuris's character if you have Eddie Kasprick. You don't <laughs> need 
uh, Bill and Ben both being in love with Beverly if you're not going to explore that. You know, you don't need the turtle, and that's why they got rid of the turtle. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I think maybe that's that, that is part of what makes this movie interesting is because it's very clearly like some sort of on-the-nose uh, fiction algorithm, but as you're, it, it's like almost like it's malfunctioning as you're watching yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you're like, wait, why, why too Jewish? And then you're like, but him in love. Poem, he write poem. Why yeah. he am in love too? And then yeah. you're like, oh, he also gay. And it's yeah. like, <laughs> it's like those things can be true in real life, but like in fiction, you're not used to seeing it. So it's like yeah. you're watching this, uh, you're watching this like fiction race car gradually like come apart on the track. And 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 no one would fault it for losing some of those storylines. No, not at I, all. I, if anything, it's like, who is this movie actually for? It shouldn't be for me. It shouldn't be for someone who's like, I love the books. I want to see them do it exactly like they, they did the book. Uh, it, like, it should be for people who have no idea about the book and want to watch the scary clown And I movie. think that's part of the schizophrenia of the movie industry is because they don't know who their audience yeah. is for. It's like, we want this to be for the fans and also for the not fans. One, yeah, 100%. <laughs> it's like doing fan service, but you can't go halfway with fan service, so just don't attempt it. Yeah, just yeah. don't do fan service because... Yeah, fans are scum. Fans There's are piggies. scum. They're piggies. Piggies will eat the slop. They and will whatever you got. And you know what? And and even if they're mad at, at the slop that they're given, they're hungry yeah give them if more. you give them bad slop still... and they complain about it they'll pay you double when you say you got new improved yeah slop like, oh five this years is later. better slop we're all just little heroin addicts who are like oh this year's spider bags are way better than last year's <laughs> spider bags yeah. that's a very specific wire <laughs> reference but the blue tops and the red tops are the same heroin all right guys anyways um yeah, there was like a weird amount of fan service that happened that does not help the story whatsoever. There's a uh, Stephen King cameo, uh -huh. which I thought was fun. It's fine. I mean, you see it coming from... I, yes. It, it, it's one of those things in movies that just makes me realize how fucking dumb people in the world are. Yeah. Because that's one of those things where me and Matt are watching it and like... When the, when you only see the shot of the top of a shopkeeper's head, we're both like, "Oh, well, that's obviously Stephen King." Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. And then like oh, the God. scene plays out, and then like a full, I don't know, one hundred and eighty seconds later, people in the audience are like, are mansplaining to their girlfriends." Yeah, like, right. Oh, that's Stephen that's King. Stephen he wrote King. the book. That's that a man. It, he wrote the book. He wrote the book that it is based on. Okay. You know how this movie's called It? Yeah, yeah. So first, there was a book called It. Well, let me go further back. Uh Mesopotamia invented <laughs> they, we used to write on stones and they invented papyrus and then Johann Gutenberg came yeah. around he invented moving movable type oh my god that's so funny um, yeah so uh, it, it's it, they have a scene with um, Stephen King in which um in which Stuttering Bill gets his um, his bike back. His bike back now in from a secondhand store. Yes. Now in the movie or in the book, and I hate to keep saying things about the book. The bike does play an important role. Sure. In the movie, the bike. I've always said your mother is kind of like a bike. You know, guys, uh, guys getting on and off of her all day she, long. Oh, I thought you were going to say because she plays a very important role in my life. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. No, that too. <laughs> And uh, she has big duty. I'm sorry. <laughs> She'll never pay for Patreon. Um, uh, yeah, so it, it, there's no role for the bike. So the scene it ends up just being this superfluous fan service scene, which really pissed me off because mm -hmm. I'm like, uh, you know, it's like they know 
that fucking Stan Lee is dead. And they're like, well, well, guess what, Stephen King? We're franchising the fuck out of everything you've ever done. And you're the new Stan Lee. Yeah, this is kind of like, oops, all fiction tropes. Yes. It's like, yes. you know, like there's little kids on bikes, like with a mystery to solve. Like, yeah. There's the yeah. fucking, uh, there's a scary clown. Yeah. There's yeah. an author, off, author making a cameo that's yeah. totally like fan service. It's like you got every... It's got the '80s in there for no reason. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's 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 all it's all of the most current tropes. Yeah, and once. and you know, I I appreciated the fact that they were like, oh, we're gonna separate uh, the books instead of it being you know between 1950 and 1970s or 1950s and 1980s. I forget. Um, we're gonna do '80s is gonna be the back in the day, and present day is gonna be present day. Right. And I was like, that's a cool way of doing it, and that's a lot of fun. Um, so I wasn't mad at the fact. Except that they don't go all the way. Like you're still stuck in this weird in between land where yeah, like their gays general... are still getting just like the shit beaten out of them at the town fair. Yeah, which yeah. is like maybe Yeah, maybe. And then yeah. but then the, the gay makes like a, a Meg Ryan reference and you're like, I don't think that is a yeah, current I, thing. Yeah, I don't know. It's like you couldn't tell what era that was supposed to take place in. Yeah, yeah. It is it's they just it was a mishmash of trying to make it its own thing and also trying to please the fans and so it ends up just kind of I mean I would say it ends up pleasing nobody but I mean I was sufficiently entertained I was mm. happy to see a competent version of the story told even though they you know stripped it of any meaning or subtext <laughs> yeah. you know uh, it, it was it was well acted it was well done they were able to pull off um pennywise as a spider um uh which is more than i can say about uh fucking um tim curry's uh pennywise spider mm -hmm. um so i i mean i was happy about that but again a lot of scary movies and just horror in general um, and movies in general, like in sci-fi as well uh, and fantasy relies on knowing the rules. Yeah. There's and no fucking th rules. There's in no this. rules in this. Yeah. You, you, you don't. And, and it's not that there aren't, rules in the source material but in this one they really kind of ignore it's no rules just right this is the outback steakhouse of uh horror movies it really is it is the outback steakhouse mm -hmm. you're gonna get a dry ass piece of steak it but it's the like bloom but there'll be a blooming onion there'll there. be a blooming onion you'll be like hey this is a flavor i like it's just <laughs> it's just so it's uh, because there's there's no rules it's like uh, when you when at the end when they realize how to destroy pennywise it's the way that they realize how to do it is something that you're like, I think they established this in the first one that like, you know, number one, you just have to believe you can kill it. Uh, like if you, if you believe your slingshot will, will hurt it, it will hurt it. Right. You know, if you can make yourself not scared of it, it has less power. And, and then, and then this, it just randomly defies it in this one. And then occasionally, yeah, it's just like, ah, fuck it. Yeah. You know, it, it, and it defies it. it it's like if... It, 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 Which I think is it's saving grace in a weird way. Like yeah. it keeps it from being too predictable. Because like every no, once yeah, in a while, sure. this narrative just says, ah, fuck it. Yeah, true. That's true. I mean, I guess that's, I guess that's good. But it, it also is... So when it comes to them killing it, they're like, oh, we have to make it smaller uh, because everything must uh, abide by the rules of the fucking the side. shape it inhabits. Uh, the shape yeah, it inhabits. Yeah, they just pulled that straight out of their asshole. Yeah, yeah. They're like, well, we have one rule, and we're going to do it just so we can kill <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. 
And uh, and so first they're like, oh, we just have to run through this tunnel and then it'll get smaller. And if it gets small enough, we can fight it. And then they're like, oh, no, we can't run through the tunnel because he's blocking it. And they're like, what do we just make fun of it? <laughs> yeah. So then I, they, I did love that they bullied it to death. Then they bullied it to death. <laughs> they literally just kept calling it a clown, which, by the way. It knows it's a clown. Yeah. It, it it chose the shape of a clown. <laughs> yeah. It's not like it's like was born a clown. <laughs> it was it was such a strange like, thing. Oh no, I'm so embarrassed to I'm take s- the shape of a clown. Well, yeah, right. It's like, well, I didn't know I wouldn't have done it if you were gonna make me feel bad about it. <laughs> like, yeah. You chose the shape. You can also be a spider, you can be a wolfman, you can be a mummy. <laughs> yeah. Like at, at any point you can be like, Okay, I'm not a clown anymore. Yeah. What now, motherfuckers? Yeah. Like, now I'm a giant taco that shits ice cream. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> this is the best South Park episode it's a great, ever. It's a great South Park episode. Yeah. But yeah, it, 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 so they just bully it to death until it gets really, really small. And then just like in the book, they all they pull its heart out and they all crush it together mm-hmm. in their hands. Mm-hmm. And then... And the message is... Uh, bullying you know, works. Bully, yeah, bullying works. Bullying works, you, you know? You see someone that's got too much self-esteem, you take them down a peg. Take them down a peg. You get all your friends, you surround them, you call them names. Yeah. Fuck that guy. It's it's really an allegory about uh, about internet shaming. Yeah. And it's like, you gotta drag, dude. Yeah. Drag them. You surround Ben Shapiro and you fucking yeah. pull his little underwear off. Yeah, exactly. You put them over his head, you give him that atomic wedgie, and you say, hey, uh, stop it. <laughs> and you know stop what? Stop it. He stops. Hey. You stop it. There's one thing we've learned is that the more you tell Ben Shapiro he's a little pussy ass bitch, mm-hmm. uh, the more he uh, second guesses his career choices. <laughs> um, hey, knock it off. Hey, 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 Ben, shut up. <laughs> you know, and that works. It always works. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's uh, uh, you know again, solid B plus. Sure. It was entertaining. Uh, yeah, I had fun. That was fine. Yeah, and I really hate to be the guy but i cannot recommend the book enough it's so good mm. and even though it ends with a fucking alien clown spider it's still good well they got a 13 year old gangbang in there so they did they added a 13 year old gangbang so it makes it worth the wait <laughs> sure, sure but yeah i mean and uh yeah there's just so much in the book that that like they they went not even halfway in on they went like a fucking quarter of the way in on just to abandon because they're because they're like well there's not enough time yeah, yeah. i was like well you made a three-hour movie <laughs> yeah you could have made it an hour and a half and cut out all of the fat <laughs> right but uh but yeah in general they need a little fat it's got good marbling on this movie it does it's, it got, it's got some good marbling uh and it's not you know that chewy gristle it's that melty fat mm-hmm. which is uh nice you know yeah, so uh, thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening, you we guys. We love it when you listen. That's our favorite thing that you guys do. You it, should make other people listen. Tell your friends, uh, you know, tell them to uh, subscribe. Tell them how great we are and how much uh, you donating money to us has uh, improved your life. Yeah, and, and yeah, because like, honestly... You could listen to the broadcast for free, sure. But you know what you're not going to get? Fucking movies. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you want that fucking good movie content, just two bros talking about their favorite movies or movies that we happen to see because it's one of the bros' jobs, 
you know, you come to patreon.com slash broadcast. Damn gonna, right. You're going to get that content. Yeah. Uh, Vince, what's the Google Voice number? 415-275-0030. Yeah, broadcast at gmail.com. Please uh, keep sending us uh, your emails uh, because uh, especially the ones that are sincere, uh, they, they make me feel really good. Uh, I like them a lot. Thanks so much for listening. Solid B+. And until next time, good night and eat good. the beans. Oh, okay.